Okay, everybody, say so it's good to be back. Uh, we're going to learn something from Shimshim Pincus tonight, uh, Parshas Vayigash. And the Pasuk says, Vayaris ha'agolos asher shalach yaisif. He saw the agolos. Yaakov Avinu, who at the time still thought that his son was um, dead, that Yaisif had died, and suddenly they come back and they uh, they're telling him that their son is really his son is really alive and that he's the Moshe B'chaleret Mitzrayim. He is the ruler of the entire Egypt. Quite a turnaround. And um, Yaakov, you know, really didn't believe them at first. And then he saw the Agolis, He saw the wagons that Yosef sent and Vatuchi Ruach Yaakov Aviyam, and all of a sudden his spirits became uplifted. Rashi says, what did he exactly see? What was these Hagalas that he saw? Simon Maser Lahem Menu. He was really relaying a, a Simon. Yosef, by sending those wagons, was sending him a, a, some sort of like a, a secret password. What were they learning when they parted ways from each other? Beparshas Eglarufov. They were being Isaac in the parish of Eglarufa. There is a whole uh, parsha in the Torah uh, describing an Eglarufa. Eglarufa is when a dead body, a carcass, a, a corpse rather, um, is found between two cities, and they don't know who killed this guy. So there's a whole process by Zikne Bestin. They have to go and they measure. Uh, which city is the closest city to this mace. And then the best of that particular city has to make a proclamation that we didn't kill this guy, we didn't see that he, uh, he left our town without feeding him properly, without escorting him properly. And Kapra Lamcha Yisrael, whoever did it, should have a kapara. And then they go and they take an egla, rufa, uh, an egla like a calf, and they break its neck. And that's the process of being metair or, or being mechaper for uh, this dead uh, person that's found. That was the, the last parsha that they were discussing, that Yaakov and Yosef were discussing before Yosef left uh, and for the last time saw his father Yaakov. They were being Isaac in the parsha of Eglarufa. So by Yosef sending the Agolis, by sending those wagons, the word agala and the word egla are the same letters, even though it means two separate things, right? One means a wagon, one means a calf. But this was like a, a secret password that only Yaakov and Yosef knew. He saw the agolas that Yosef sent. He doesn't say that power he sent, it says that Yosef sent, even though power was really technically the one to send the Agolas, it was his idea, but for some reason, Yaakov Arvino was able to realize that it was, it was the message of Egla Arufa that was uh, being conveyed to him by Yosef, and that's why he, uh, he was able to, to survive. That's why he was able to be Batri Ruach Yaakov Avinu. Okay, so that is what Rashi said. Everyone understand that? There was, this is a way of Yaakov Avinu knowing that Yosef was alive. Yosef sent 
the Agolas, and the Agolas don't mean just wagons, although those were sent also, but it was, there was an understanding that it was, ah, this is Egla Rufa, this is the last thing that we had learned together, and Yosef had, uh, had brilliantly uh, you know, sent that in a way that Yaakov would would catch on, and that's why Yaakov believed that Yosef was still alive. Rapinkus brings a famous story here that, um, and, and, he, and he ties it into this in a beautiful way. The Vilna Gain once was posed a very, very interesting question. You know, the Vilna Gain was a brilliant, brilliant man in Tyra. He was a brilliant man in all Chachmas. He actually mastered practically every Chachma. If you look in the, in the introduction to a certain sefer called Pasach Olchan, which was put out from one of the Talmidim of the Gra, he brings a story there that's an incredible story, how the Gra, when he was making a siyum on his pirush, on Shir Hashirim, on his commentary on Shir Hashirim, he invited like a few um, people that he was very close with, like his inner circle, into a dark room, for the seam, it wasn't like a well-lit room like this, it was like a little room, and all the lights were off, and there was just some candles there, looked probably uh, very spooky, and he basically told the people assembled in the room that this is not just a seam on my Purush and Shirashim, even though that's probably what he thought it was, he says, this is a seam on Kala Now, that's pretty impressive, but he says, but it's not just on Kala he says, to see him on all the Chachmas. He says, I have mastered every Chachma. I have mastered mathematics, and I have mastered uh, engineering, and I have mastered trigonometry, and I have mastered architecture. And, and he said that there's a few things that he didn't do, he didn't, he didn't study. He says, he says, philosophy, he didn't find anything useful from all the studies in philosophy. It was like he didn't get anything from it. He said he studied music, and music, he said, has the power, if you understand the real essence of music, we just enjoy music, and maybe some of us play music, but there's a, there's a real deep uh, science to music, and he says, if you understand the science of music, uh, you, you would have the ability to be mechayim You'd be able to revive the dead, and, you know, and this is what the shira, the, the shira of the Levim was all about, the Levim didn't just play music, they understood the deepest mystical undertones of, of music. He says he wanted to study anatomy, but his father didn't let him. Why do you think his father didn't let him study anatomy? Doesn't every Jewish parent want, his, want their kid to be a doctor? No, he understood that if he studies anatomy and he knows how to heal people, now, every time somebody has a, you know, is sick, somebody, every time somebody has an accident, uh, now suddenly they're going to call the Vilna Gain out from his learning, because, and he's going to have to go, because he knows it's Pikuach Nefesh. So, you know, it's like, that's, that's the part of the problem with, like, joining Hatzalah. It's great to join Hatzalah on your terms, but you, you always have to be answering calls, or else, like, it's on your head if... If somebody dies, it's because of you. So it's like a responsibility. It's not just, 
you know, cool to be a part of Atzala, but there's there's a lot of achrayas to it. Achrayas to be a doctor, achrayas to be a dentist, whatever it is. You you always have to help people, which is a good thing, but it's not always so convenient. Sometimes you're in the middle of learning, you're in the middle of a Shabbos meal, and you have to know what you're getting yourself into. Anyway, so the Vilna Gain was a was a genius on every front, but he was also a genius when it came to figuring out uh, life. Meaning, sometimes a person's a genius, but they don't really. Uh, they're not they're not street smart. They're maybe book smart, but they don't know how to solve real life issues that come that come up. This past week's haftira was a haftira that's very rarely read because normally Miketz is is Shabbos Hanukkah, and if it's Shabbos Hanukkah, we lay in a certain haftira. Anyone know what the haftira is that we lay in Shabbos Hanukkah? Where is it from? Where is that from? Which which navi is it? Zachariah, very good. Zachariah navi speaks about the nevuah of the menaira. He speaks about the menaira. So, you know, the he had a nevuah with involving a menaira, and uh, so that that's the tie in to Shabbos Hanukkah. Um, so it's it's rare that we ever get to lane the actual uh, regular haftira of Shabbos of Parshas Miketz. But this past week, because Miketz uh, was not Shabbos Hanukkah, Shabbos Hanukkah this year was uh, Vayeshev. So Miketz, we finally, it's very rare. It's like once, maybe every 19 years or so, the Elaine is Avtaira. Does anyone know what the Avtaira is about on Shabbos Hanukkah, on, on Parshas Miketz, the regular one? Very good. Excellent. Very impressed. Shlema uh, Melech with the... Uh, with the two babies, right? There was a uh, two mothers, and somehow their their babies got mixed up, and uh, one of the babies died at childbirth, and the other one was still alive. And both mothers were claiming that this is my baby. the other, The baby that died is yours. The one that that lived is mine. And uh, and so they brought this case to Shlomo Melach. And Shlomelech was brilliant. He was the Chacham Adam. He was the smartest man that ever lived. And so Shlomelech, again, I'm bringing this up because sometimes you know, you're smart, but you're book smart. But you're like when, when a real life case comes before you, you have no idea what to do with it. So here, um, Shlomelech says that I'm going to take the baby and I'm going to split it in half. And uh, that's what I'm going to do. So one one mother says, one woman says, fine, that's a good idea. The other woman says, no, 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 let her have the baby. And Paskin, that the one that had the Rachmanis on the baby, she was the real mother. She was the real mother, and the other one, uh, the other one wasn't. You know, they say a story about two two mothers-in-law, and they didn't know who the son-in-law was. So uh, one one so the judge said, cut the son-in-law in half, and the one that said. Yeah, that's a good idea to do it. She was the real mother-in-law. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I really hope my mother-in-law is not listening to this year. But um, all right, let's go on. So the, uh, so that's, uh, I don't know why Shlema, why that Haftar would be par- on, on Parashas Vayeshev. Um, not sure what the tie-in is, but uh, you know the tie-in? The dream. The dream. Right, that's how it starts, right? It starts by Yikat Shlema. Okay, very good. So, fine. So let's see this story. What happened? There was a story that happened with the Grah. 
There was a certain woman that was in Aguna that her husband had abandoned her many, many years. Okay, so you understand the case. There's a woman that was in Aguna. She was a chained woman. She was a, a woman whose husband just flew the coop many years ago. And somebody comes and claims that he's the husband. The Yadal Sapper as Kalanyani Habayas, and he knew everything. He knew all the intimate details of their life, of the, of the parents, of the family, uh, where they keep the money, where they keep the, you know, uh, he knew everything. Every, and see, so you you're wondering, like, why? I don't understand. Like, how do you not know if this is him or not? Like, you don't recognize, you know. The answer is that today we have photos, we have videos, we have so. So it's easy to sort of, you know, remember everybody because you have pictures. Then they didn't have pictures. So, you know, somebody leaves like 15, 20 years ago and he comes back and he's talking about, you know, things and he seems to know what he's talking about. He knows my middle name and he knows my social security number and he knows this. And I'm like, all right, fine, I guess it's my husband. It's hard to understand that, right? But that's the way I guess it was in those days. Anyway, there was something fishy about this guy. They weren't sure whether or not this really was the husband or not. He knew so much inside baseball that it, it made it sound it made it seem pretty, you know, clear that it was who else who else would know all this stuff, but the, it must be the husband. But there still was something that didn't seem hundred percent right. So they brought it to the Grah, they said, what should we do? The Amra Grah, Lishal Isai Al Makaimai Bevesaknesis. The Gain says that Ask him where you sit in shul. Where's your where's where's your father's makom kavua in shul? Kim who and and the way the story goes is that um, you know that Friday night the father this girl this girl's father this woman's father took him to shul and he said uh, this is the way I heard it you know he said like listen I'm gonna just just have to ask somebody a question like go go to the seat so I'll, I'll meet you at the seat. And the guy didn't know where to go. It's something you don't forget, right? If you if you if you once stop in a shul for a while, you, you're going to know when you go into that shul whether you make a right or a left or up front in the back, right? You know, that's that's something that you don't forget. But he had no idea where to go, and that made it very clear that he was a fraud. Why was he a fraud? How did he know everything else? So the guy explained, "Kim hubala rames, if he's coming to fool." What happened was, how did this guy know all this information? They were wherever they were, wherever her husband was was living, you know, wherever he went off to, uh, let's say they were in uh, I don't know, they were in the Far East together. So they were roommates, maybe they, they, they rented an apartment together for many years, and at night they would just schmooze, and they would just talk about you know, their, their lives beforehand and where they were and what they did, and he got a lot of information out of, out of this guy, and then when he came back to, uh, to Vilna or whatever it was, you know, he was able to, uh, to know so much that he is going to use that and, and be Matame, this woman, and just basically move into this, old, this guy's place, and, and he knew everything. But what he didn't know, he knew all. He knew about the money. He knew about the clothing. He knew about the, you know, all, all you know, what, what, you know, everything. But 
you're not gonna what you're not gonna discuss if you're that type of person, if you're a low life type of person that would that would even do this, you're not gonna think or talk or care about where the Makum Kavua was in Shul. That's not something you're talking about. Talking about everything, you're talking about sports, talking about politics, you're talking about philosophy, you're talking about uh, you know intimate details of your of your life, but you're not talking about shul, because people that are Isaac in 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 tummy things, their their minds are not on Tara things. It's just the way it is. The Achin Kachaya and the Vilna Gain was proven right. And everybody found out that the guy was a big, a big fraud. So Vihina Yadua, it's known Shet Sadike Ailam Kasher Ba Safik Liadam. It was known that when Sadike Ailam have a Safik, how do you think the Vilna Gain knew this? Where did the Vilna Gain gather? He just like just thought about it on his own. Rupinkus is is uh, speculating that, like many other G'dayli Yisrael, whatever they have, any any thought that they had, any machshava, any any theory, any any, it was all found in the Torah. There's nothing that 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 they didn't take from the Torah. The Torah has everything in it. The Torah is all inclusive, and any chachma that you want, and any 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 thorny issue that needs to be resolved, there's a way to figure it out. From the Torah itself, so Chafsu b'Machmane Torah, he searched out all of the secrets, all of the inner, you know, channels of the Torah, Mishum Dekulo, because everything is in the Torah. V'Nira Shamakarl Divrei Hagrahu Kan. So Rapinka says, where did this? Where did the guy get this from? How did he get this Chachma to do this? That only things that are that are you know, that things that are holy are only going to be in the, no one else would know about things uh, that are holy except for people that are holy. He says, this is the Makar for the Gain. Yaakov wanted to figure out, just like the Gains, that, that, that family wanted to figure out whether, whether this guy, this potential son-in-law was legit or not. So Yaakov wanted to figure out um, was Yasef the real Yasef? Maybe it was a fake Yasef. Maybe it was a Yasef that was just trying to like fool the father and not, but it wasn't really legitimately him. He didn't believe until he brought a simon of a Dusha of something that is a matter of holiness. Okay, he didn't believe in whatever they were telling him. They were telling him a lot of things. They were telling him that he was the Moshe of Mitzrayim. I don't care. He was telling that he was uh, the most powerful man. He, I don't care. He was telling him that he that the, you know he's he's going to provide us with food. I don't care. That's not doesn't prove anything. It doesn't mean that that's Yosef. Maybe it's a maybe it's a fake Yosef. But the way that you're able to determine whether somebody is legitimately the right person is with Davr Shebekdusha. Until he hears Egla Rufa, until he knows that there's a sugi of Egla Rufa, Shalomdu B'yachad, Parashat Egla Rufa, that's the only really thing, that's the thing that matters the most. It's the only thing that matters, the only way to prove that Yasef is alive. He might have been a Yasef that was either a fake Yasef, maybe it was that Yasef, but it was, he just wasn't the Yasef that Yaakovina wanted. He was a Yasef that was, uh, you know, that was into everything else but. But until, he, when he heard that there was an Egla Rufa, 
when he when he was able to see the simon of Eglarufa, he remembers ah only Yosef would know about that. No one else would know what we were learning together when we left many many years ago. But that's you know that's what that's you're able to uh, to um, there's a story that I just thought of that um, Rav Shach used to be chavrusas I think with somebody before the war. They were learning yeshiva together. I believe, what's his name? A very big guy in Eretz Yisrael. Um, I forgot his name right now. Um, but anyway, they were learning together a before the war, and then the war broke out, and Rav Shach, you know, managed to get to, uh, to one city, another city, and he was able to get eventually to Eretz Yisrael, and he was safe. And the other one went through, I don't know if he went through the, through the concentration camps or whatever, and he ultimately also made it back to Eretz Yisrael. And, and then they met. They, they, they met each other again, like, like maybe 15 years later. And they just, without even saying Sham Leichem, they just sort of continued whatever suga they were learning. You know, the whole world had turned around. The whole world literally, you know, caught fire and uh, people, six million Yidin died, and, and, and different governments had changed, governments had risen, governments had fallen, uh, you know, hundreds of millions of people were involved in warfare and great world war, and, but they just were able to reconnect with Tyra. When you have a connection that's Tyradic, then that's, that's the great, you'll see, you'll see Mitzvah Shem, you know, someday you'll you'll bump into an old chavrusa from Lander, and uh, you know, and you'll you'll reconnect. And there's that kesher, not because you know you played basketball together necessarily, and not because you're roommates, and not because you're, but the real connection that you make with people are connections that are that are tyradic, that are you know that you learn together, you're in shir together, you're chavrusas together, you gave a you're in the same chabura, and when you have that connection, that's a kesher that, that's nitzchi. It's a kesher that's eternal. Nothing will ever break that bond. I have friends that I, you know, that I'm, I, I've been friends with for, for decades. And it's not built on, oh, we went to a basketball game together, or we have, you know, we like the same type of uh, food. Those, those, I, I have those, those type of friends also, but like, you know, it just comes and goes. Like it's not, they're not meaningful. But the, the friends that are built on a connection of Tyra, you know, it's different. It's different. I, I have a friend who, uh, you know, I remember he, uh, he spoke by my Sheva Brachas, and I remember the Vart that he says, and every year, like on, on that Parsha, like, you know, almost every year, I like, you know, I'll call him and I'll, or I'll leave him a text. And I, you know, I still remember that vart that you said about uh, on, uh, you know, on Parshas Balak with, with uh, Bilam, and I know exactly the vart, and you know, and he remembers my. It's it's a different it's a different connection, but that's what the Vilna guy understood that the only thing that you can, if there's people that are holy, they'll know. This is what that that they're interested. They'll remember Gemaris. You'll ask them what Gemara do we learn together. You'll be able to remember it. Just when I, I left the house this, just now, ten minute, whatever it was, a half an hour ago, and we got an invitation to a wedding, and it was, uh, it was, it was one of my son's rabbeim that sent the invitation. It wasn't a, 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 it was the reason why we got invited is because my son's rabbi 
from many, many years ago, he's marrying a cousin of mine. So it was really from the cousin's side, but it happened to be that the, that the son's rabbi sent it. So, so, I, so my son asked me, he says, do you remember, you know, do you remember that rabbi? I said, yeah, of course I remember. I said, I remember he taught you Bekiyos and Mesechus uh, Megillah. And I remember, you know, learning with, you know, I, I, I don't remember anything about the rabbi. I just know what he taught him. And that's what he remembers. It's like, it's, that's, you know, you know which, if you had a good Rebbe, you'll remember which, what, what Masechta you learned with that Rebbe. But learning, that's the way learning is. Learning has a power that it's, uh, it's able to go, pass across time and, and everything. It's not to say you can't have friends that, you know, that you share other interests, but those, those friendships are not strong friendships. They're just built on, you know, they're built on, on Dvarm Shlomabakach. It's a, uh, it's nice to have those friends also, but real friendships are built, are friendships that are built on Taira and Dvarm Shepikdusha. And Yosef was smart enough. He knew that if I, want to, if I want my father to realize that it's really me and it's not an imposter Yosef or it's not a Yosef that Yaakov doesn't want to recognize, I have to do one thing. I have to send him a signal that he'll appreciate and the signal that he appreciates was the fact that he rem- I remember what we learned. It's not, not so hard to do because that's, you know, that, that's what, we would all remember that. If we, you know, if we, when we parted from our father, this was probably what was, he was chazering probably day and night that the beautiful learning that they did together before they left on Abad Egla Rufa. And, um... I just had a machshava now, I don't know... You know, it hasn't really even hatched yet, but uh, you know, it, it's a little difficult, you know, to understand what the simon was. Uh, like I said before, Egla Rufa and 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 Vayaris uh, Hagolas are two separate things. And Egla Rufa means a calf, a calf with a broken neck. That's really what it means. That's the sugi that they were learning. It's a gemara. It's a parak and mesachasait. The parak Egla Rufa, um, and Vayaris He didn't send them a calf. He sent them wagons. Was, what's a wagon? What's the kesher between a wagon and, 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 and an egla? And, and an eagle and an egla. It sound, it's the same letters, but it's not, a, it's not like, what's the symbol? What's the, what's the kesher? So, I don't know, anyone, anyone thought of that ever? Like, what, what's, is it just the fact that it's the same, same sounding words? Or maybe, I mean, the, the one thing I think is, might be the actual shot is that is that he, he might not have? It's not. It wasn't a, a simon in the in the agal. It wasn't that he saw the wagons. Vayaris Hagol says maybe that was he just he told his brothers to tell to tell the father Eglarufa. Vayaris Hagolus he saw the Agolus, meaning he understood that Yosef's you know from from this was a password that that he gave. Doesn't mean Vayaris Hagolus in this pasuk the way Rashi's bringing it doesn't mean that he. Sent that he that he just was supposed to figure it out from the fact that the word agala is, is similar to egla. That's like a stretch, right? Maybe he told him. Ayara like, oh, he saw, he saw. He sent him, he sent me a password. Egla rufa, fine. But maybe like uh, I'll be what we're saying tonight. Maybe Ayara's hagalis is that the egla rufa. The fact that we learn together that sugya. That's something that an agola is a way to transport something. An agola means that 
A wagon is something that you 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 transport things. You you put cargo in you, and and the agola takes it somewhere, and that's really what Tyra is. Tyra is the ability that it transports a person. Time is nothing. Space is nothing. It's a way of transporting uh, two people, uh, connecting them from. You know, from many, many years ago, we as soon as we sit down together, we could talk about, we talk in learning, and all of a sudden, like, the years just fly away. There's a, it's, it's a way that we can, uh, we can connect, uh, and we could travel together through time uh, in, order to, uh, in order to reconnect, in order to, to break away all of, the, all of the years and all the experiences that got in the way. And that's really what this parsha of Egla Rufa was, to uh, between Yaakov and Yosef, it, it was an agala. It was a it was a transport system to connect them uh, to one another and to make them realize that that all that really counts in life is is the things that are that are dvar in our life, and uh, that is the uh, that that's the that's the aside. We should learn from this. It's a very important lesson for life that. You know, if we want to establish good friendships, we should learn tire with people. There's no greater way of being makariv somebody of, of gaining a cat. If you let's say there's a there's somebody in yeshiva that you want to be friendly with, right? But you don't know how to do it. Like, what do we, we go bowling together? We go to pizza store. Like, what? How do you get friendly with somebody in yeshiva? You know, you get friendly. You say, hey, you know, do you have you have any time? I'd like to learn with you. Uh, you know, Bikias or Mesozeshara uh, or something. You go over to a guy and you learn with them, you're going to be best friends the rest of your life. Everything else, Wabdaf, you want to play tennis, you want to play pickleball with, you know, yeah, maybe yes, maybe no, but it's not going to, there's no, there's no traction on that relationship. It's not going to, but if you want to be friendly with somebody really, the, the, way, the best way to do it is just learn with them. This is a trick that, uh, that, that Kira people know. You know, you could, there's many different ways of being Makariv people, but there's no better way of being Makariv somebody than sitting and learning with them. You sit and learn with them. You sit and learn a little Tyra, it doesn't mean that you also have to have children with them and you have to invite them for Shabbos or Kulay, but when you learn with somebody, even if it's a person never learned in their life, but don't underestimate the power of a Darvish Bekdusha. If you learn with somebody, it's, it's, it's Ma'ache, two people. And you know it's nice if you're if you're if you're dating a girl, you know, and you uh, and I'm not recommending that you should just learn with with a girl, but like it's nice to say divrei to each other or sit and learn, you know, as the as the dates progress. Remember, there, I used to have a Talmud who used to, you know, I would, you know, they they would learn together like a little bit every date, like in the, in the later dates. Uh, they they had a seder in uh, in uh, I think it was Ali Shur. It's a nice thing they learned together Ali Shur. I think they still learn together Ali Shur. It's a it, it creates a, a beautiful kesher. It's like a very it's a it's a spiritual kesher that that that's established. Besides for the regular kesher, it's also important to eat ice cream together and to discuss discuss you know what your favorite color is and all that. That but that's those are things that are very transient. That's. It's important for a relationship that you get those things checked off also, but, but in terms of the reality, the, 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 if you want to create a kesher that's nitzchi, a kesher kayama, the best way to do that is by learning. With, with anyway, with a, ch- a father and a son, a grandfather and a grandson, a, you know, a husband and a wife, uh, 
siblings, uh, what, what you, a friend, the more that you learn, the more that you do Dharam Shabbat with that person, the more there's a very deep and eternal, eternal relationship that can never be broken. And that's what, uh, that, that's the, that was the genius of the Vilna Gain. that was the genius of, of Yasef by sending the Agalas to, to Yaakov Vino, because that's the only thing that, it's the only way to prove that you're really still alive, that you really have a, have a, have a Darvish of Agdusha. And um, it's Hashem, that's, uh, you'll see that as you go through life, the more Dvarm Shabbat the more friendships that you could build by learning together, the more you'll have many, many deeply rooted connections with many, many people on the right, on the right path, on the right, the right way. And it's uh, Hashem. It's Hashem, we to have many, many good good, good friends, that's, uh, and the friendships should be built on a lot of things, but primarily on Kedusha, on Taira, on Yer Shamayim. Thank mm-hmm. you.